balance. It's not made up of equal parts. It ebbs and flows. It's not fair or reason, at least not to our senses or way of thinking. How many times have you cried out in desperation? It's not fair! Only to be told, life's not fair. How unsatisfying. This is in fact the reason I'm given by most non-believers or agnostics for in the toils and traumas of their lives, God has refused to show up. Life is proven to be unfair, unbalanced, unreasonable, and certainly unholy. The truth is, I haven't felt much up to writing lately. I haven't felt up to a whole lot. I think I've been afraid of the page, afraid of what might happen once my pen takes off across paper's sparse landscape, scrawling my emotion at a screeching pace. What might happen once I start talking that I might not stop? Last spring, while away at a teacher training, I lost my father-in-law. It's been a struggle since. After the loss of my own dad at 22, I welcomed boisterous Babo into my life with open arms. He loved me. Over the last 13 years, I spent countless hours at his side watching movies, going to art fairs, and oddball shows at the local convention center. Loved those. Listening to stories of Kansas City childhood. Cars and machine work. In the emergency room. Of all of his travels with his wife, Carolyn, and of naval adventure as a youth. He loved gossip rags. He'd buy them by the boatload, especially any ones that had his favorite pretty girls on the cover, under the guise, of course, of giving them to me. It was a gentle trust that we had. I cared for him, and he let me. Sunday was our dad day. My heart hurts for my husband. He was his caregiver and his compass. I was just along for the ride. Bob died from complications from the same surgery that took my own father over 20 years ago. Resectioning of the bowel due to diverticulitis. He would be 83 this month. I miss him. I've learned a lot about expectations in these last months, that's for sure. Not to have them, I mean. 
managing them has been a journey in detachment and boundaries. Using my keys, trusting my intuition to know how to open the locks. Even that the keys that I need are on the keychain in the first place. To know that I am doing, not trying. Living, not thinking. Believing, not dreaming. I use positive, goal-driven intentions, mantras, meditations, and prayers to deepen my understanding and broaden my practice. For a point of perspective, aren't we all goal-driven individuals? Let me ask you, what did you aspire to this morning when you first woke? Did you plan your whole day out in your head, quickly ticking off the must-do goals? Were you struck suddenly with regret from actions or decisions from the day before? Did you decide this is the day that you are going to make a change and take a hold of your life? And where will you be this evening when your head comes back to your pillow? Will you be making another list? ticking off all the things that didn't get done today that'll be added to tomorrow? Will you be struck with regret from choices you made today you wish you hadn't? Will you close your eyes believing tomorrow will be the day I will make a change? Or will you rise and before your eyes even open, stretching your fingers and toes long and breathing deeply, say thank you. Make your gratitude list aloud or in your head first thing before you pull your covers back. Before your feet hit the floor, beginning your day with positivity and an open outlook. Coming back to this place of comfort in the evening. Do you lay down with contentment, breathing easy, knowing you are living your best life, doing the best you can, living fully and compassionately, being as present in the moment as possible, treating yourself and others with non-violence, and now finding peace as you rest. Again, finding gratitude here in your heart and mind. Maybe make another gratitude list, finding thankfulness for the things in your day as you drift off to sleep. So what do we do with unresolved pain? Those loose ends, unraveled feelings, 
dangled and bedraggled remnants of the past, hanging on to trip you up like snares in the dark. Emotional tripwire. What if in our desperation, tangled and struggling, brought to our hands and knees, we allowed our eyes to be opened, to see the vines grasping our ankles and recognize what we thought were the chains of captivity holding us back were actually our lifelines, safeties hurled at us from our own psyches through space and time, lying in wait patiently until we are ready to stop falling down into the pit of despair and start climbing, reaching hand over hand, starting to look up with a heart open and stop tripping over the past. To me, balance is give and take. It's respecting your own boundaries and those of others. It's believing someone when they tell you who they are, more show you who they are the first time. It's knowing when to say when. But in a battle of the wills, are you willing or unwilling? Do you commit or surrender? to listen passionately or compassionately, to not be challenged by someone else's way of thinking, to not constantly compare your bloom to the one on the plant next to you, running away from something can be viewed as running towards something else. like water seeking a level. What could appear to be a disaster to some is simply an example of balance. It's all a matter of perspective. Going back to our self-care step plan and thinking about those self-limiting beliefs we hold in the shadows of our psyche, refusing to speak aloud these are the things that we will reflect out onto others, mirroring our darker selves onto the world around us, attempting to work out patterns and problems, projecting onto situations that we perceive to be more under our control than our own lives. Have you done this in your life? Can you recognize maybe a meddler in your own? So with self-affirmations, intentions, meditation and mantras, we take back control of our beliefs about ourselves through complete and total self-acceptance and love. We do this through gratitude and finding things in our day-to-day -day lives, right now, this moment to be grateful for And lastly, meditation, pranayama, breath practice to calm and center your system and give your affirmations and gratitude a home 
a nest to settle and grow. Through self-love and compassion, you can begin to empty out your clay jar and break apart your outer shell of concepts, preconceived notions, deeply held beliefs that just might not fit anymore about who or what you should be or what you can or cannot do and just let your insides pour right out. Let go of the fear. Let go of the shame. Let go of the guilt. And just breathe. Just breathe with me. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. You have the strength inside you to move up past your hurts. To hold and nurture that part of you as it meets you along your journey. Up from your past. Into the knowing of the great love and care God has for you. Into the light of the eternal one. Breathe in with a loving and kindly breath and know that you are breathing in. Breathe out, caring for your breath as you would a loved one or a tiny little baby. Observe your body and reserving judgment. Notice the sensations, breathing through them letting them come and go. Begin to treat yourself mindfully in a careful and nonviolent manner. Do this as you would caring for a loved one who's ill, tenderly and with patience. Come into the awareness connectivity to the great oneness of the universe. Every breath you breathe contains at least one molecule of air breathed from every other person alive today. We are literally connected to every living thing. So even as you breathe out, that carbon is the fabric of every being, of the atmosphere, plants and the trees of the next generation's breath. Now, that's something to be grateful for. Let the spirit of gratitude warm your heart now. Allow yourself to feel held by the oneness of the world around you. Shining this light of gratitude onto everything around you. Find the beauty today. Sealing our practice with this intention. Namaste.
this is Mary Alice. You've been listening to Mitten Made Mindfulness. Thanks so much for joining me this week. Take care. Have a beautiful week. We'll see you next time. Thank you.